0: here in my home state of North Carolina, we watched Democrat Governor uh, Roy Cooper veto legislation that would have prevented non-citizens from registering and voting. So we, we see that uh, our Democrat governor is quite aware that here in the swing state of North Carolina, which is essential to anybody hoping to control Congress or win for president as a Republican, uh, they're, they're quite aware the illegals are here. They're quite aware they're registering and voting.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Conversations That Matter. I am your host, Alex Newman. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, we have a very special guest joining us. His name is William Gein. He is the head of Pack, Americans for Legal Immigration, as opposed to Illegal Immigration. And then it's a PAC, um, Political Action Committee. Um, William, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you guys are sounding the alarm about a le- piece of legislation that uh, Chuck Schumer, Senate Majority Leader, has announced that, uh, as I understand it from what you guys are saying, it's going to basically be mass amnesty. And you're concerned that they may already have the Republican votes if they are announcing this publicly. Uh, what do Americans need to know about this?
0: Well, Chuck Schumer announced it Thursday, February 1st, less than 24 hours uh, from this conversation. And he wouldn't announce the vote unless he had the 10 Republicans he needs to come over and join Democrats for the 60-vote cloture vote. And this bill has been crafted in secret because they know that if the American public knows about it, that they'll rise up and and stop it. Um, And also they're going to try to vote on it so rapidly that by the time this information we're discussing gets to most of the people in the country, it's already too late and it's been voted on. So they're planning votes on cloture. Uh, Chuck Schumer says starting Monday and the first formal vote by next Wednesday, and they're going to dump the bill, which is probably going to be one of those big old sizable bills because it's all for the money for the illegal war against Russia and Ukraine, um, that we're going to spend money to defend uh, Ukraine's borders. And what they're going to do here is give a type of parole amnesty to over 5,000 illegal aliens per day and work permits for all the illegals that Biden's bringing in, in our opinion, to rig the 2024 elections.
1: It's unbelievable. Uh, and you're right. There's very little news coverage of this so far. Uh, there's a brief article in just the news about this. And uh, they're reporting that House Speaker Mike Johnson is not happy about this. In fact, it says the uh, alleged terms have drawn the ire of conservative Republicans, including the House Speaker. Um, what are the prospects for stopping this and how does that happen?
0: Well, I don't think Chuck Schumer and his years of of get of doing this type of thing would roll this out if they did not have the 12 votes already lined up that they need from the Republicans to pass it in the Senate, and they didn't have a plan to get past Speaker Mike Johnson. So everybody out there listening, please take this very seriously because this is nation-destroying parole amnesty. It takes everything that the Biden administration has been doing to aid this invasion of our American homeland, which is currently uh, illegal, uh, punishable, and reversible, and it rubber stamps and gives Biden the legislative cover that he needs to make what he's doing uh, legal, uh, unpunishable, and unreversible. Basically, there will be no hope of ever getting these people back to the citizen nations that they are citizens of, and they will plant here in the United States and effectively put Democrats and Socialists in control of the United States uninterrupted for you know forever.
1: Uh, You you follow these things very closely, William. In fact, I I don't know any group uh, that tracks these things and and is as active on these issues as Alipac is. Um, How how do you suppose they plan to get around the House Speaker? I mean, if, if the House Speaker is serious about his opposition... Uh, all he's got to do is say, we're not holding a vote on this thing. And so even if they could get a bunch of rhino Republicans to team up with Democrats, uh, if the House Speaker doesn't want to vote on it, they they can stop this. Right. So wh- what do you think about how they're planning to do this in the House? And is that the place to stop it then?
0: Well, you know, we're going to fight it on every level and we're going to fight on the Senate. And we want everybody out there listening to join up for our email alerts at alipac.us.com and to get on the phones with us first thing Monday morning. Right now, the other major groups, D.C.-based groups, are not responding fair. Numbers USA hadn't heard anything from them, so it's just Pack, And we're going to need as many people as we can on those phones, on social media, Monday morning, sounding the horns, beating the drums, stop this parole amnesty. Stop this parole amnesty. Because another thing that's very different is we've been fighting against amnesties. We've defeated seven of them since 2004. This is the first year they've ever had the audacity to push for something like this on top of an election year. Usually when you get into January, February of an election year like 2024, the amnesty talk goes away. They're going for it. And unlike other past amnesty battles, the other D.C. groups, which have a lot of people out there that are dependent on them to hear about this, are not responding yet. So the problem in the House is there's ways to force votes on things, and the truth is that... Ninety percent of the Democrats would vote for this amnesty bill and Ukraine stuff and probably 30 or 40 Republicans. There's enough votes in the House to overwhelm Speaker Mike Johnson, or Speaker Mike Johnson may feign to oppose it and then actually facilitate the mechanisms to let it pass. It wouldn't be the last time a politician said one thing and did another. But right now, the United States is in great danger of nation-destroying amnesty for illegal aliens that they're putting out there right on top of this unprecedented invasion of, depending on who you talk to, 6, 8, 10 million illegals uh, brought in by Biden um, You know, in, um, in the run-up to the 2024 elections where there are no safeguards in place other than a little box to check saying you're a citizen to prevent illegals from voting for the Democrats.
1: So do you think that's what this is about? You think they just need more Democrat votes and that's why they're they're bringing in and trying to provide amnesty to these millions
0: from our, you know, Alipak it'll be 20 years old. And then uh, later this in September 11th of 2024. Uh, and we've been monitoring Democrats corralling non-citizen, including illegal alien votes uh, since at least 2010 probably before that, and we have over 77 documented examples listed on our website proving that this is happening, that non-citizens and illegal agents are registering and voting in many places through many different mechanisms. So the Democrats are quite aware of it. And here in my home state of North Carolina, we've watched Democrat Governor uh, Roy Cooper veto legislation that would have prevented non-citizens from registering and voting. So we, we see that uh, our Democrat governor is quite aware that here in the swing state of North Carolina, which is essential to anybody hoping to control Congress or win for president as a Republican, uh, they're, they're quite aware the illegals are here. They're quite aware they're registering and voting, and the governor takes steps to protect them.
1: Wow. So what are the implications? I I know you touched on this briefly, William, but let's go a little deeper. What are the implications? Let's say this passes um, in the form that it's being articulated as in in a couple of these news reports. Obviously, we don't have all the details yet, but what happens then to America? How does that affect an average everyday American, a worker, a voter? Uh, What are the consequences that you expect
0: well, we're getting volunteers to stand by to dig through this bill over the weekend since they're going to document dump it on Friday or Saturday to again strategically keep people in the dark about it. Um, and, you know, there's probably going to be things in there we didn't expect, but if what we expect is in the bill and it passes and they give Biden permission to import 5,000 illegal aliens per day and give them other benefits, including work permits, which is currently illegal for illegals to have, if that happens and that gets signed into law by President Joe Biden, the, the political... Activism war to save the United States is over, and the war has been lost, and there will be nothing that can be done about the future tens of millions of illegals that are going to be poured in on top of our heads, um, you know, perpetually after that. So this is uh, this is something they know. The insiders, the elites, who are responsible for this de- costly and deadly illegal alien invasion of America, that's killing thousands of innocent citizens each year, they know they need to make it fait complete to make it permanent and that's what this legislation is about it's the new amnesty attempt and they're going to be voting on it as early as monday uh in a less than 72 hours
1: amazing amazing um all right so uh, we're almost out of time in this segment william we've got uh, less than a couple of minutes left uh so you're you're urging folks to contact their u.s senators all right so you call up washington dc what do you say to the staffer who picks up the phone in terms of uh, why they need to vote against this
0: well, start with your own senators and members of Congress in your home state, but call every single Republican senator you can, especially today or, tomorrow or Monday morning, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, until you hear this bill is dead and been withdrawn. And then start calling the House to say, uh, back away from any secretive border deals that allows illegal immigrants into this country back away from it. We don't want illegal immigrants here. Do not back Joe Biden. Any Republican that backs Joe Biden or gives Joe Biden and the Democrats anything in exchange for money for this corrupt war in Ukraine, um, you know, You're going to vote against them. You're going to work against them. I mean, if they pass it, it's really not going to matter because it's just it's over. It's done. Stage four cancer America game over. But, you know, call them up and be polite and professional. Don't threaten anybody or anything like that. But be very emphatic. and Say you don't want the Biden secret amnesty deal for parole amnesty for illegal aliens. And keep calling and writing and get on social media and doing that. Start sending emails left and right. Um, text messages, whatever that n- you need to do, because we have a very short period of time to rally the nation and even warn, to even get the warning of the danger out there to people. So we can help everybody with that if they join our email alerts at alipac.us or check out our announcement section to see what we've put out on this so far, and we'd really appreciate any help that we can get.
1: Excellent. And folks out there, if you do not know your U.S. senator's direct phone number or the phone number to their office, whether in the district or in Washington, uh, the capital switchboard for the Senate is 202-224-3121. That's 202-224-3121. And you can just ask for your U.S. senator. You can also connect with Pack. It's at Alipac, A-L-I-P-A-C dot U.S. as in dot United States. Stay with us, we'll be right back with more.
2: You remember when everyone bought all the toilet paper? And they wanted me to wear these things? And someone invested a lot of money into this stuff. There's just too much baloney out there. At the New American, they cut through the baloney and give me the truth.
0: Being informed is important, but being informed with the truth is essential. Visit theNewAmerican.com for news you can trust.
1: Welcome, everybody. Our guest today, William Gein. He's the head of AliPac, Americans for Legal Immigration PAC. and you can find him at AliPac.us. That's AliPac.us. Uh, they are one of the most active groups, maybe the most active group when it comes to a lot of these border issues. Uh, you, one thing you can say about them for sure: they are not squishy. Uh, they, they work hard to hold uh, legislators accountable when they vote the wrong way on the issues. And uh, William really is a, a true expert on this. He's been doing it for decades. William, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, let, let's talk about the big picture here. Uh, obviously, the border is collapsing. We've got millions and millions and millions of illegals flooding across the border with help from the Biden administration. Why are they doing this? What is the purpose? What's the, the end objective here? And why does it seem like so many special interest groups are lining up behind this?
0: Well, I just want to point out before I give you my honest opinion on that, that you know a lot of people in my organization, national organization of different races and walks of life have different opinions about why this is happening. But we are unified in our opposition to illegal immigration and opposition to any form of amnesty for illegal immigrants. And, of course, we're opposed to the big tech censorship that helps facilitate it and the thousands and thousands of rapes and deaths that happen to U.S. citizens each year because our borders are wide open. Um, in my personal opinion, there is a constellation of power groups and big money influences, billionaires, sovereign wealth funds from China and, and uh, Saudi Arabia, places hostile to the United States, and different interest groups here within the United States who have very stinky, uh, unpopular, or crazy leftist viewpoints that they're eager to have another population um, imported that can vote for Democrats in elections, even though uh, most Americans wouldn't want these policies. And so you have this big constellation, constellation of you know, hundreds of Soros groups and others that are all violating the United States Constitution, violating numerous um, existing federal laws, depriving every single person in the country of a functioning republic, depriving us all of any representation for those of us who are taxed at gunpoint and threat of imprisonment and homelessness if we don't pay. Um, you know, they're they're doing that, and it's it's very reliant upon traitors, people who are in public office who do not take their uh, oath of office to the Constitution of the people of this country seriously, who are engaging in a uh, mass casualty importation of illegal aliens.
1: Wow. So you mentioned the T word, uh, treason. Uh, I I think a lot of people would say, whoa, that's a little bit extreme. This is just a policy disagreement. You know, you you can't accuse these people of treason. Why why do you use the word treason?
0: Because it's treasonous to take an oath of office to the United States Constitution, which clearly states that all states shall be protected from invasion and secured a Republican form of, of governance. And none of that's happening. Uh, it's treason when you take U.S. tax dollars and you and agencies and you weaponize them against the people of the United States, which we've seen that happening in the IRS. We've seen that happening in the FBI. We're seeing it happening in the Department of Homeland Security, and we're seeing it happening in the Immigration Services. So I, I feel that weaponizing uh, the United States government and uh, our tax dollars against the people of the United States to be a form of treason and, you know, About a year or two back, you know, we talked about the invasion, and people said the same thing. Invasion? William Keene, invasion? That seems sort of, wow. You think, Mm -hmm. you know, now you hear everybody. Sarah Palin, invasion. You know, uh, Mike Johnson, Speaker Johnson, invasion. Uh, Ted Cruz, invasion. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, invasion. Texas has officially declared this is an invasion. Under state rights, they have declared invasion. So now everybody's saying inva- invasion. we like everybody to, as soon as possible, move on to the next verbiage they need to co- become familiar with in this equation, uh, invasion and treason. This is not happening in a vacuum. It's not happening because of random forces. It's not happening because of um, some type of destabilization in the home countries of these, you know, or climate change destabilization for the migrants. It's happening because the United Nations Refugee Fund, which is funded in part, if not uh, mostly, by U.S. taxpayer funds, is giving out, you know, cash cards to illegal aliens and paying for transportation and food and lodging before they get here to the United States. So the U.S. taxpayers are paying to invade the country through the United Nations. And then when the drug cartels get their cut and bring them to the border, they get their cell phones they get their food clothing health care education lodging transportation everything taken care of the only thing that they're expected to do which all of the socialist state um beneficiaries expect to do is vote democrat every two years
1: pretty alarming um there's a lot of different elements i want to touch on while we have you we've got uh, less than five minutes left in this segment uh, but i want to start with national security Um, We had uh, Tom Homan on the program recently, former director of ICE, and he told us he thought this was the top national security threat facing the United States. Uh, He argued that, you know, we've got uh, evildoers coming across that border. Uh, Congress, of course, had hearings. They talked about communist Chinese uh, from the People's Liberation Army special forces coming across that border. We've got jihadists. We've got people on the terrorist watch list. We've got drug cartels. Um, How significant is the national security component? Uh, We've heard more and more people talking, including uh, uh, President Donald Trump, talking about the possibility of a terror attack from from all this illegal immigration. Are you concerned uh, about the national security implications and and what do you think the outlook is here?
0: Well, you have to remember that I have uh, built and maintained the world's largest archive of information on this subject at Alipac.us, And our site is archived by the U.S. Library of Congress and from all that I've seen experience when it comes to national security um, You can have no personal security or community security or national security with the wide open borders We have your personal security cannot nothing can be Secure with this going on on that topic while these crimes are hidden by the mainstream media uh, because they don't fit their narrative Thousands of Americans are losing their lives every year, and thousands more uh, women and children are raped. The theft, the fentanyl deaths, the job losses, the impact on the taxpayers, the loss of biomedical uh, security and influx of once-vanquished diseases. There's so many different aspects of how this invasion is hurting and, and harming uh, American citizens left and right, and people have been crying out for years saying, enforce our borders, enforce our existing laws. And here we are in 2024 with the most unprecedented illegal alien invasion in modern or human history. There's a chance that the amount of people that have moved into the United States in the first three and a half years of Joe Biden could very well be the largest movement of humans in human history into the United States. And I'll tell you, the reason I don't think we have to worry too much about a terrorist attack is because the terrorists and the PLA and the jihadis are all very happy with what's happening in the country. They're not gonna do anything that's gonna make us be alert or repel the invasion or secure our border. Why would they do that? They can bring in unlimited people and weaponry or whatever they need to do right now. Why would they get the door closed? I think they have enough people here and there's enough bad guys, including entire nations and power groups involved that they've imported enough people that could burn this country to the ground overnight
1: you think there's a risk of that yes wow so uh we've, we're down to less than two minutes in the segment we can pick it up uh in the next one but uh you know obviously a lot of states now are expressing very serious concerns about this obviously uh governor abbott has declared an invasion they're they're putting state law enforcement resources down there my governor has sent uh, resources to go help at the border. A lot of Republican governors have announced that they are publicly standing behind Governor Abbott. What should states be doing uh, in a situation like what we find ourselves in right now?
0: Well, they should be standing behind Abbott and sending National Guard troops. They should also, everyone should be calling on their members of Congress. Don't They shouldn't be diddling around and trying to impeach Mayorkas, one of the heads of the Hydra, the the answer our answer to this is impeach both Biden and Harris both of them lump them together and impeach them over uh, vast mass if not treason mass dereliction of duty art section 4 article 4 of the United States Constitution and the hundreds of laws you know every day homeland security's hand out work permits to people that it's illegal for them to work in the country So that's a felony if you and i give an illegal in a job that's a felony Okay, if we, you and I, help any illegal cross in the United States or transport them over state lines, that's a felony. So our federal government is engaging in mass felonies every day, and the constitutional solution is to impeach both Biden and Harris and put these renegade, unconstitutionally operating agencies under direct control of Congress until constitutional governance can be restored for the American people. The American people do not have constitutional governance at this time. We do yeah. not have security. We do not have representation for those tax, and we do not have um, rule of law.
1: And William, so let's Congress- uh, let, let's pick this up on the other side. Folks, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back after these quick messages.
3: Sophia paused before the door. It read, Department of Bi-Digital Convergence. Just inside was a new world, a better world, the one of everlasting life, of no pain, of no loss, of no problem. She entered the chamber and her surroundings changed. She saw around her an infinite field of waving golden grain surmounted by cloudless blue sky. The AI voice whispered gently in her mind, Welcome to the singularity. She couldn't see it and couldn't feel it, but her body had almost instantly been covered by a swarm of tiny gray multi-legged bots that melted through her clothes and into her skin. Not perceiving the nightmare, her eyes had already been consumed and the rest of her body was dissolving as the bots digested her flesh. She felt only a warmth suffusing her being. Drowsy, she drifted to sleep, and her last thought was one of panic. Would she ever wake? Could a nightmare vision like this be an outcome of the much-hyped transhumanist technological singularity? Enter the world of the future as illuminated by the experience of the past and endgame. The new book by Dennis Barrett, the publisher of The New American Magazine, and find out how the disastrous COVID pandemic response fits with the technocratic elite's thirst to create a transhumanist utopia. Get Endgame from shopjbs.org with free shipping with code ENDSHIP, E-N-D-S-H-I-P. Or get Endgame and the Great Reset Collector's issue of The New American Magazine and get free shipping plus an additional 20% off both with code N20, two zero.
1: Welcome back, folks. We're still with William Gein, the head of Alley Pack Americans for Legal Immigration Pack. Uh, one of the top experts on this and uh, also a no-nonsense kind of guy. Uh, William, before we went to break, we were talking a little bit about state issues, what the states ought to be doing. You did mention that you think uh, impeachment is appropriate. But l- let's focus in real quick on state and local issues. Obviously, these are really impacting state governments, local government budgets. You know, you've got tons of illegal immigrants in the schools. You've got the exploding health care costs caused by illegal immigration. Uh, obviously, the the criminal side of it, the law enforcement side of it, What do you think – how how should states and, and even local governments, county governments, be responding to this massive, massive invasion?
0: Well, you're not going to be able to get on top of any of that stuff unless you can get these Democrats and the rhino Republicans that vote with them out of office. And you're not going to be able to do that unless you can prevent the illegal aliens from voting, registering and voting in U.S. elections. To do that, you need a voter ID law, and that, that ID needs to be a license or another document that an illegal immigrant can't get their hands on legally. So um, that's the main thing we're trying to warn people. We, we want everybody to know this because we're not trying to be gloomy, and we're not trying to dissuade anybody or, or dampen their enthusiasm about participating in elections. However, it may already be too late. There, there are so many illegal aliens now north of 20 or 30 million that even the smallest fraction of a percent votes for the Democrats, and they take full control of the House, Congress, and you know the Congress and the Senate, you know everything. They take control of everything permanently, and they know this. That's why so many illegal immigrants at the borders are ending up in swing states, swing districts, and Republican areas is because they're moving them strategically into states like North Carolina, Ohio, and other places. They intend to turn Texas blue. Uh, And they've done it before. It's how the Democrats took control of California permanently after Reagan's disastrous 1986 amnesty. So um, the main thing that we're trying to get people to focus on is stopping the uh, parole amnesty secret deal Chuck Schumer is rolling out next week to uh, back up uh, Abbott and anybody else that's standing up on a state level, try to secure your local ballots, make sure your state lawmakers and your governor, if favorable, are aware of the 77 document and examples we have at alipac.us, which that's an old list. We're about to update it. The list should be over 100 and will be soon of non-citizens, including illegal aliens, registering and voting in U.S. elections on both the micro level, like individual cases of court cases against illegals voting, to uh, indications that we have a broad, systematic weakness where there's no defense. Even in Arizona, where they passed a law we thought was going to help stop illegals from voting, it only stops them from voting on the state level. They're still going to hand them federal ballots. They've acknowledged they're going to be handing federal ballots to people in Arizona that can't prove their citizenship.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Amazing. So, I mean, w- what are the stakes here, William? I, I you, you talk about this like it's an existential crisis. I mean, can, can America survive more rounds of amnesty? I mean, as you know, they've, they've done it over and over and over and over again. We've legalized everybody who's here, but this time we're going to secure the border. We'll legalize everybody. This time we're going to secure the border and it just keeps getting worse. Um, can America survive this or is this really an existential threat to the nation's survival?
0: Well, it is an existential threat, although the nation itself may go onward in more of a globalist construct, you know, post, uh, uh, you know, the indigenous Americans like us um, are not going to um, prosper or or enjoy it um, very much. I would suggest that people go and look at history and look at what has happened to city-states and nations and empires that have lost wars. Uh, or been conquered from um, external groups coming in uh, slowly or rapidly from everything from the Mongols to World War II, you know, go look at what happens to the people who lose this kind of fight and and understand because, you know, we we have this uh, normalcy bias in the United States. There's so many things that people just don't think that could ever happen here because they never have because They've been the beneficiaries of so many great things that have been done by our forebears to make this a secure and prosperous civilization. Um, when you lose that, especially after being on top, after being Rome, uh, it, it, it can end very poorly. And at this point, clearly, it should be clear to anyone who looks into the illegal immigration, just you know, spends an afternoon reading the real stuff, uh, or coming to AlleyPack.us, which is delisted by Google and faces very heavy big tech censorship. Now that we, the people of the United States, are not in control of our, desti- our destiny as individuals nor a nation, um, and, and we're in great peril. Uh, you know, it can't, it cannot be overstated how much uh, peril we're in. And it doesn't mean that those bad, terrible things are going to happen. It means that people should be aware of the potential downsides on this, so that we could try to get ahead of it and try to mitigate this situation um, to some degree. But um, this is this is a a existential threat, both nationally and for individuals.
1: Yeah, Uh, we're down to about five minutes William. there's so many things I want to ask you about. But before I ask you about how uh, your organization works to hold elected officials accountable, I do want to ask you about Europe. Uh, Europe uh, has obviously had more of this even than the United States. Uh, they've had you know, just millions of people flooding in from Africa, from the Middle East. Uh, of course, obviously, with the uh, the help of the EU and the governments there, very similar to what's happening here. Um, have you followed at all what's been going on in Europe, in Sweden, in Germany, and France, in the UK? And are there any lessons there for the United States?
0: Yes, and you're seeing uh, what's happened in Europe already you're seeing that starting to happen here in the United States where Jewish people and Caucasian Americans and some other groups are literally hunted in the streets or can't be in the streets or in physical danger. Uh, You know, you can't go. There's huge areas in New York and Los Angeles and St. Louis and, and all these other places that have become so lawless with the defund the police movement, the whole George Floyd thing, the BLM riots. Combined with illegal immigration, there's places all over the, the country where, you know, Jewish people and Caucasians cannot walk freely without risk of violent attack now. So uh, that's what we're seeing on the videos. A lot of the, uh, If you go to Twitter X, a lot of the videos that are banned from YouTube and Facebook and Google are actually getting through on X now and, you know, just watched a video last, a couple of days ago of somebody's teenage white child being beaten to death by a black mob and a white man being beaten by a black mob uh, and thrown naked in the streets of Baltimore. You know, this content is starting to come through because of Elon Musk's changes at Twitter. Um, but I personally feel there's a lot of anti-white racism fueling the illegal immigration into the United States and what's happened in Europe, and that this anti-white racism uh, often, unfortunately, Uh, it, you know, manifests itself in violence against people. The bottom line to it is both Europe and America have imported or allowed to be, or have been allowed to be invaded or have been structurally invaded by large groups of people that at the best have no regard for the traditions, culture, and laws, uh, and, and principles of the people that built these nations, and at the very worst have great antipathy or murderous rage towards the people they that have built our nations. So uh, there's a lot of different uh, places on that, um, that line that you can draw it. but this is the type of thing right now, if we had a war with China, I doubt very seriously that France or Germany or England would come to our aid or be capable of doing so, uh, because if they tried to, uh, as Henry Kissinger recently said on an interview before he passed away very quickly after saying so, that you know, A lot of the Israelis feel they made a mistake by allowing so many of these people in these countries to create these power groups. England, London, is not coming to the United No one's coming to the United States' um, aid, and we won't be coming to anybody's significant aid because our war colleges and war gamers have all, not all of them, but a lot of them have pointed out that We've got tens of millions of people here in the United States who are not citizens who have never sworn any type of oath or loyalty or fealty to the United States or our people that could be called upon by a foreign adversary to clock us one night while we're sleeping.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting you say that uh, just yesterday, I believe I saw somebody in Congress. Adv- it was a, a U.S. senator, a prominent U.S. senator advocating for um, citizenship for illegal immigrants. If they'll sign up for the military, what could possibly go wrong with filling the military with illegal immigrants? Uh, William, we're down to about a minute. Uh, Tell the folks real quick again how they can sign up for your mailing list, how they can get active in this critical fight.
0: Our main way of communicating with people is by our email alerts. We never share your information, and we are at alipac.us. That's www.alipac.us. We really need help uh, beating back that amnesty plot this week uh, coming through the Senate, and we really appreciate support from more Americans who want to see uh, simply of all races and walks of life that simply want to see our existing border and immigration laws fully enforced.
1: All righty, folks, uh, these are critical issues, absolutely critical to the future of our republic. I want to thank you for tuning in to Conversations That Matter. I'm your host, Alex Newman. Go to thenewamerican.com, sign up for our daily email alerts, sign up for the print magazine. Best deal you will ever find, right? All the important news, all the stuff the fake media is trying to hide from you and all the information you need to keep the fight on for our country, for our families, for our faith, and for everything that we hold dear. Thanks again for tuning in. Alex Newman here, Conversations That Matter for the New American Magazine. Until next time, God bless you all.
3: Hi,
2: I'm Alan Keyes. I'm the host of IMTV's uh, daily talk show about uh, news and events in America. And I want to say a good word for the New American Magazine. Uh, not only because Alex Newman has joined us as somebody who is periodically hosting a show, but because uh, New American Magazine represents an alternative media that is willing to tell people the truth. Uh, With so much fake news spreading, spreading about and the fact that right now this country is in an existential crisis, we remember who we are and where we come from and what our principles are or we die. Reading New American Magazine can keep you up to the minute on the issues that are challenging us as a people, and on which that survival hangs. You can check it out and subscribe at www.thenewamerican.com.